Playhouse. Once I was hunted, and somebody gave me my freedom. You couldn't possibly understand that. What it's like to be hunted, or what it's like to be free again. But I can. This is the story of a man whose mind snapped, and of how he came back to the world he had once known and cherished. It is a tale, too, of a woman's love for this man. Author's Playhouse presents Frederick J. Lipp's story, Cry for the Hunted. the case records. I'll want to see him again, of course. Did he talk very much? A little. Not enough to help us any. Do you think he'll pull out of it? I don't know. He's been through a very terrible experience. Something that took him very close to the mind's border. What was it? I don't know. Knowles isn't the type to crack up over the usual things. He was one of the best intelligence men we had in France after Dunkirk. And they say he laid the groundwork for the Sanders Air Show. Not exactly the flighty sort. No. Whatever the experience was, it must have been rather bad. Nose is completely lost in this thing. I've had him up before the examining board time after time. The results are always the same. Indications of amnesia here and there. Nothing serious. No structural changes in the brain tissue. We're dealing with a case of psychosis. And, like all such cases, peculiar in its own way. Knowles is obsessed by what happened to him. And the rotten part of it is we can't get to him. And there's nothing that might give us a clue? No evidence of any sort? Nothing to speak of. He keeps rambling on about a dark forest somewhere. And a church. He gives the German word, Kircher, for it. And then he keeps calling for someone named Kater. That's all, these same things over and over. The poor devil. And there's nothing we can do? No, I'm afraid not. Let him be outdoors as much as possible. Sunlight, fresh air. Nature has a healing way with cases like this. See that he gets out as much as possible. Because the last thing he said to me was, Sometimes I stand for hours at the window and watch the birds flying. told me you were out here in the garden. Good morning, Doctor. How are things getting on? Quite well, thank you. Nurse told me you've been spending a lot of time here these past weeks. Yes. Ever done any grouse shooting, Knowles? Yes, at one time. I say, why, that's perfectly great. Because I'm going for a weekend of shooting beginning tomorrow. I'd like to have you go along. Even if we don't raise a bird, we'll get in some rare stalking. No. I beg your pardon? No. I don't want to go. Why, Knowles? Why don't you want to? I don't want to. That's all. But I want you to, Knowles. I'm your doctor. I say it'll be good for you to go with me. I want you to put in a weekend of heavy tramping. It'll be good for you. 
Besides, you're fond of birds, aren't you, Knowles? Yes. I like birds. So do I. That's why you best come along. The mallards and wild geese are heading down their flyways now. It's the best time of the year to be out. I don't want to go. Of course you do. We'll have a grand time. I've got a beautiful 12 bore I'll let you take. You'll love it. You'll have a few days of hunting you'll never forget. And I won't take no for an answer. Look at them go, Knowles. Beating downwind a perfect plot of them. Trifle shot. No. They're too high. Fire, man. It's perfect range. No. Then I will. Winged him. Beautiful. He's dropping down into the woods. You've only hurt him. He's trying to fly. He won't get away, though. We'll run him down. Why didn't you shoot, Knowles? I... I couldn't. I can't tell you why. For two days now, you've been refusing shots. I've seen you. What's the matter, Knowles? Are you gun-shy? Stop it. The bird is coming down the woods. I want you to get it, Knowles. No. I want you to get him. Mark where he's coming down that grove of ash trees. See? I want you to get that bird, Knowles. Hunt him down and bring him back here. I can't. I can't do it. I said you can and you're going to. Knowles, there's nothing wrong with you. I'm telling you that as your doctor. There's nothing wrong with you but fear. I've watched every move you've made, every expression that's crossed your face. And I know this. Whatever you're afraid of is tied up in some way with hunting and with the woods. That's why I want you to go down into that forest and bring back the bird. If you've got the guts to go in there alone and hunt that bird down, I say you've got a chance to cure yourself. You're the only one who can do it. Now, will you do it? Answer me, Nose. Will you do it? Yes. Yes, I'll go. Somewhere near the ash trees. And that's where he came down. He was hit. He couldn't have gone far. Must be deeper into the forest yet. What was that? Oh. Something moved. Over there in the wild thorn. It's moving again. It's the bird, all right. He's alive. But I saw him fall. He was shot and falling. But there's... There's not a mark on him. And he's warm and alive and struggling. He must have been stunned. That's all. He must have been... What's that? No. No. Not again. Not again.
They're coming for you, Nels. Do you remember how they came? That day in November when they found you out? That day when the roads were blocked and each field had a watcher? When you were a hunted thing, twisting, turning, dodging from alley to alley, crouching in sewers while the hunters trammed over you? Do you remember the heart shrunk and the breath gone sick in the lungs? The voice on the radio crying without mercy. Citizens of Warburg, an English spy, known to some of you as one car Rentler, bookseller, is at large in the area of your city. This man is cunning, treacherous, and about enemy of the Third Reich. He must be hunted down to prevent more mischief being done among you. Report at once to your local SA headquarters and aid in his capture. Be on the lookout for a person answering to this description. Height, medium, weight, around 160. They're hunting you, Knowles. They're hunting you down like a wild bird. The stones of the street cry out against you. Wherever you turn, eyes are watching. Twist down the back alleys. Creep from corner to corner. Hug the shadow of the buildings. Keep going, Knowles. They're hunting you. No time for rest. No time for food. No time for sleep. They're hunting you. Hunting you. There's nothing here. No place for him to hide. Search the place anyway. These warehouses have odd corners. Don't miss a spot. Has any stranger passed this way? No one, sir. Sure? No one, sir. Only Hammer and his apprentice. Randy. Oh, a half hour ago. Very well. Keep your eyes sharp until we find the spy. Heil Hitler. Corporal. Post one of your men at each bridge leading from town. And take three others and search every ditch, every culvert in the area. Shoot to kill. He's dangerous. Hello? Yeah. Yeah? Very good, sir. I'll have it done immediately. Heights. Yes, sir. Heights. Take as many men as you need. Secure every boat along the river. Scouts, rowboats, don't miss a thing. If the spy should cross to the other side, he might be harder to take. Where to, Knowles? Where to? Crouch in the alley shadow. Hear the footfalls coming behind you? Hear the voice of the pack gaining on you? Crouch in the alley shadow. Look this way. Look that. A guard at the end of the street. What's that that moved in the courtyard? The footsteps are louder. They're getting closer. Where will you go, Knowles? You'll have to run again, but where? Where, Knowles, where? Where is there rest in this city? Where is sanctuary? Sanctuary. Remember the church knows. A block down through the little courtyard. There's darkness there. Perhaps a worshiper or two. But sanctuary. Yes, there's sanctuary there. And Cater. Even Cater might be there. Try for it, Knowles. It's your only chance. Who is it? 
Go out of the dark so I can see you. Carl. Oh, Kate. Kate. Take my arm quickly. Kate. Be quiet. Take my arm. Do as I say now. Walk to the altar rail with me. When we get there, kneel. There'll be others, but don't worry. They haven't noticed you. We'll be an ordinary couple going to Vespers, that's all. Do you understand me, Carl? Yes. Then come, quickly. Kata, I want Please, to... Please, not now. I don't want to hear. Why are you here? What does it matter? How are you here, Kata? Be quiet, Carl. Please, be quiet. They're at the altar. Please kneel with me. Yes. Pray if you can. If you can't, pretend like you were. Don't look around. Two police have just come in. They're walking this way. Kata. Carl, listen to me. Keep kneeling. Keep your face hidden in your hands. And don't look up. I can make a run for it. They won't shoot in here. Don't run, darling. Keep kneeling. He's coming now. Fräulein, you are too pretty to be wasting your time in here. Ah, but I suppose your friend. Huh? What a pious dog he is with his head in his arms and not even looking up. Is he always this way, Fräulein? He is my brother. He comes here to find rest after work. A pint of good strong lager would be better rest. Please, go. Have you been here long? Yes. Seen anyone come in quick like he was being chased? No one has come in. Sure? I'd have seen him if he had. Well... Even a spy has better sense than to hide in a church. It takes a sorry specimen like your brother to get his fun in such places. Although, that you around? Mm. Well, say a prayer for me, Fräulein. I must be going. They are gone now. There's no one here but the organist, and he's too busy practicing. We can go now. Carl, we'd better go. No. Wait. Wait a moment. I... I'm awfully tired. I haven't rested for... for days, it seems. Just let me wait a moment. All right, Carl. You won't go away? No. No, I won't go. Oh, Kate. What's the matter, darling? I don't know where to go anymore. They're after me, and I don't know where to go. Well, I can't take you to my place. Someone might recognize you. All afternoon, I hid it in a little tool shed back of the warehouse. They were all around me, looking, pulling things to pieces. I almost gave myself up. I, I can't go on this way much longer. Carl. Yes. It's true, then, isn't it? What they're saying. Yes. You're not Carl Rendler. And you're not German, are you? No, Kate. I... My name is Robert Knowles. I'm English. I... I want to say something to you, Kate. But I don't know how. If you'll just give me a little time. You're a spy. Please. I don't want to make a scene. I just want to know this. All that we've been through together, you and I. Is it real or... Was it part of... Of your work. Please tell me, Carl, no matter what you say, I won't give you away. You know, don't you? I think I know. But I want you to say it. I love you, Kate. It wasn't part of my job. I tried not to, but there was nothing I could do. 
I knew this might happen sometime, or that I might have to leave. But I couldn't help it. I've meant everything I've ever said to you. Carl, Carl. I came here tonight. I don't know why. Except that I knew somehow I'd find you here. I never doubted. When I heard about it, for a moment it, it was like a little death inside me. You were a stranger suddenly. Someone I loved but who I didn't even know. And then, when they were hunting you, when I thought of you out there somewhere, frightened, running, being hurt. Oh, my darling, I... I came here because we had both come here so much. It was the only place I could find you again. Kate, the organist is leaving. If we could hide in the shadow of the pillar, I could stay here all night and rest. And in the morning, I'd have a better chance. Will you stay with me, Kater? Yes, I'll stay. He's going now. Down the far corridor. There goes the last lamp out. We're safe now. Till morning. Where will you go? I don't know yet. If I can get to the forest, I'll have a better chance. And perhaps I can get across the river. There's a fellow on the other side. One of our underground agents. If I can get to him... I'll have a better chance. Darling, you're shivering. Oh, it's all right. I'm just a little tired. Running, sleeping out, hiding. Three days, or is it four? I don't know. I, I can't think anymore. Your face, it's so hot. Almost as if you had a fever. No, no, Kate. I'm just tired. Just stay by me. If you're here, everything will be all right. I won't leave you. I lay in the sewer one day, the water running over me, and I could hear them pounding overhead, shouting and cursing. I was freezing, and and I wanted you then. I wanted you like I wanted rest and food and water, but I wanted you more than them. Darling. And then I knew that I would never see you again never dare see you. I didn't care whether they took me or not. I gave up caring. Don't talk, Carl. Just rest. In the morning you'll be gone. And I will too. But right now, I'm glad we're together here in this place. I'll never lose you now. Hush, darling. Just rest and be still. No one's going to take you. And in the morning, she was gone. And you left too. Stealing from the church while the streets were gray with morning... And the stars hung cold in the sky. Your cheeks were burning and your body ached at every step. You couldn't think anymore. You followed your instincts like an animal. Your instincts said, 
Build a shelter. Cover it with fallen boughs until it resembles a brush heap. Pick the last wild berries. Eat, then rest. And you lay there in the forest while they hunted you. While they beat the brush and trampled ground above your head. You lay there. A day. Two days. More. Who knows? And the fever rolled over you like a hot tide washing the flesh from your bones. And then one night... Raise your head, Carl. Here, darling, swallow this. Kater, how... How did you get here? Don't worry, darling. I know this forest. How long? How long have I been here? It was four days ago that I left you in the church. I didn't want to go, darling, but I had to. There were so many things to arrange for. Arrange for? Wood for you, different clothes, blankets for you here in the woods, medicine. Oh, my darling. Have you been here before this? Every night. I found you because you were crying out in your fever. It was lucky no one else heard you. Are they still after me? More than ever. But I think they're convinced you're not here. Now, darling, listen to me carefully. There's bread and concentrated soup and chocolate beside you. Right here, darling, feel. Uh-huh. You're bundled up, and I think your fever is about gone. Just rest and be quiet now. I'll be back tomorrow night again. Kate, uh, Yes? Be careful. Please don't worry, darling. I love you so. You know that, don't you? Yes, I know. Goodbye. Carl, Carl. Kater, what? I think someone saw me. I'm not sure, but you'll have to go, both of us. They'll turn over every leaf now. Help me up. Here, darling, take my arm. Lean on me. They've spotted us. Kater, you can get away. Please go. Hurry, Carl. To the river. I know where there's a boat. Kater, go away, please. I don't want them to find you with me. Please, Kater, go. No. They'll take us both if you don't hurry. I'm not going to leave you, and that's all there is to it. Lean on me, Carl. You're too weak to walk by yourself. Here. Down this little path. It leads to a point on the river. Hurry now. We'll make it. You know what will happen if they take me. Us. I know. Please hurry. It's just a little ways more. Here we are. It's gone. Darling, the boat, it's gone. What will we do? Too late to go back. There's no other place to hide. This is it, Kater. No, it isn't. You can swim if I can help you. Together we can get across. They'll pick us off in the water. They won't see us. It's too dark. They've got lights, though. Darling, it's our only chance. I know you're weak, but if you can just kick a little, I'll be able to help you across. All right, Kater. Let's go. Don't struggle when you get in. Just let me hold you up. Are you all right? Yes. I can make it alone, I think. Hold on to me. And don't lose your strength. They're on the bank. Don't think they can see us. Just swim, Carl. They're bringing a light on us. 
goes fast to me, darling. They are all ghosts there. Tater, duck under. They're going to shoot. Tater, are you all right? Just a little more, Kate. Almost there. We've made it. Keep low, Kate. They'll stand up. Your nose, aren't you, British intelligence? Yes. I'm Leisbach. I've been waiting here for the past week. Thought they got you. No. Who's the woman? Oh, I get it. German, eh? Yes. Afraid there's nothing you can do. Those slugs caught her across the back. Kate, You'd better come along. They'll be setting a throw across any minute now. I can't leave her here like this. Snap out of it, man. She's gone. There's nothing you can do. All right. Hurry, man. I wish they got time. I'm coming. left her lying there, Knowles. Do you remember? There was nothing you could do. No final act of tenderness. No final word to speak. Her long, bright hair, so quiet now, you placed across her eyes. And then you went away. But you kept remembering. And the remembrance of her hair was like the warmth of bird wings in your hands. A warmth that never went away. Nose! Nose! I say, I've been shouting my head off for an hour. Where have you been? Right here, Doctor. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I... I see you found the bird. Yes, I found him. It isn't wounded, you know. Just stunned. See how it's struggling to be free. I'd have sworn I winked him. No. Well, knock him on the head. Let's be on our way. Doctor. Yes? You said I'd find something if I came back in here. Yes, I said that. Did you? I don't quite know how to put it. But... But I've gotten out of a... A mental corner I've been in for, for a long time. You know better than I do what I mean. Hunting the bird down, I believe. Living something over again while I was hunting it down. I, I've come back to myself again. That's why... Why I'm letting him go. Why did you do that? What did you let the bird go for? Once... I was hunted, and somebody gave me my freedom. You couldn't possibly understand that, what it's like to be hunted, or what it's like to be free again. But I can. That's why I let the bird go. For the first time 
in over a year, I've come back home again to someone who, who was very close to me. have just heard Frederick J. Lipp's author's playhouse adaptation of his own story, Cry for the Hunted. Direction was by Mr. Albert Cruz. Mr. William Everett and Miss Geraldine Kay were heard as Knowles and Cata. Others in the cast of Authors Playhouse tonight were Mr. Maurice Copeland, Mr. Sidney Brees, Mr. Kurt Kupfer, and Mr. Norman Gottschalk. The musical score was composed by Dr. Roy Shield, and the orchestra was conducted by Mr. Joseph Galicchio. Next week, same time, same station, Authors Playhouse will bring you a classic story by one of America's master writers, the late Stephen Vincent Benet, Johnny Pie and the Fool Killer. Your American-made radio is a wonderful thing. It works at the turn of a dial, the push of a button. You can sit in your favorite chair and listen to the programs you like best over NBC and its affiliated independent stations. You can...